Welcome to the Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we conceptualize movies based on the 48-hour concept. Our movies comprise of four things, a genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. It's kind of like your first mustache. You know, you've got different different color hairs and you know, different lengths, and it's just, it's not pretty, but you're, you're proud of it in a really weird way. My name is Joshua Lytle. I'm a filmmaker, podcaster, and storyteller. My name is David Ailing, voiceover guide, dungeon master, and I just brewed a glitter beer. Hi, my name is Justin Teal. I make websites by day. I dungeon master at night, and I am ready to fight for the horde. Is there a new expansion or something coming yeah. out? Is that the story? Yep, Battle for Azeroth. <laughs> Got it. Where does the glitter go in a glitter beer? It goes in the beer itself. No, I'm sorry. What happens after you drink it? So that's, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> you, you either you have like glitter turds or you either have glitter turds or glitter pee, but I'm going to guess due to our kidneys, you're probably going to have glitter turds. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> or so, glitteria if you're not feeling very well. <laughs> so is it a special glitter or is it you just pour in like? It's edible glitter. It's called uh, oh, it? pearl luster dust. Oh, so it might just dissolve then. It won't dissolve because oh. otherwise, that's what oh, I was curious. Yeah. But then it'd be in the beer, right? right. Dissolve. That's okay. it's sort of the thing. I guess it's made of edible metals. Good deal, or mm. something. All right. I, you know what? It's 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 just like tattoo ink. We really don't know what it is, yeah. but it has a pretty good track record. Got it. Edible metals is a fun word to say too. Yeah. <laughs> so it could be your band. Yeah. It sounds like a lie, but <laughs> <laughs> edible metals. It is FDA approved. Uh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> all right. So let's fire up the machine. Oh, it looks like a looks like a keyboard popped out. Oh, hmm. I think there's a type of password into it. Do you guys remember the password? Try mm. password. <laughs> yeah, try password with a capital P. Capital and, P, big and P, a, and a one at the end. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think it worked. What? <laughs> oh, uh, let me see. Is it underneath the keyboard? <laughs> oh, let's let's look under there. Uh, it says, "Ask Chris." Uh, what would Chris's password be? Did, did okay. Chris write that note? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a wild guess here. Larry rules with a Z. Got it. Oh, ah, look at that. <laughs> All right, and here we go. Okay, our genre is a sexy teen drama. Ooh. Our prop is a bobblehead of a famous person. Our line is, this party is dead anyway. And our location is a basement. Okay. Oh, that practically writes itself. <laughs> Seriously, this is... Slam dunk, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think of sexy teen drama, and I think of just like casting. It's like, oh yeah, they're it's it's a teen drama, but they've just cast really sexy people, right? Like in a way, like Twilight is basically a perfect sexy teen drama. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the tropes of a sexy teen drama, like they're like, because they're like they're like kind of like bad boy or bad girl movies, you know, where it's like, oh, they're they're more sexually promiscuous than the other teens yeah. and then they have power because of it. But really, I don't know either it's good or it's bad or they do it because it's, it's, it's sort of a, the, your, your sexy teen dramas are, are sort of almost masked, uh, morality tales. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of a good example. I like, think of like, uh, Oh, I don't know. Like Heather's was weird. Um, but I don't know if it's sexy. Actually, it's just dark. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to avoid what thinking, am I thinking of, of I'm trying to avoid thinking of sexy teen comedies. Yeah, like, that's my hardest. It's like the, Sex Drive or like yeah, American Pie. Right, that's exactly uh, where yeah. my head but, went. But that's not a drama. <laughs> okay, so like a lot of times, sexy teen dramas 
are actually TV shows, like yeah. Dawson's Creek or 90210 okay. or, or One Tree Hill. Yeah, I think... Th- yeah, I think that that sounds Friday Night Lights. That sounds about right. Yeah, and so so if you were to take one of those episodes of the arc of a season and make it into a movie, the most exposure I think I've had to a sexy teen drama is probably Pretty Little Liars, and so, that's so, by proxy. Uh, so, uh, email machine, give me uh, give me a readout of some uh, sexy teen dramas. Sexy teen dramas. Top hits are Clueless, The Diary of a Teenage Girl, The Fault in Our Stars. City of God, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Winter's Bone, Legally Blonde. Yeah, see, some of those are some of those are I would classify as comedies. Yeah, they are. Okay, well, based on that list, I feel like we have a little bit of free reign. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is one of those genres that's a little bit looser than most. So, in other words, if you're walking down the the aisle at a video store, or used to walk down the aisle of a video store, um, and you look at the sexy teen drama section, right? Like yeah. it's, it's kind of a, a catch all of would know, it be like attractive young people. She's all that would be a classic sexy teen drama. Okay. Or do we, do we Is need to the, remind ourselves what the premise of, uh, she takes off her glasses and she's pretty, pretty much. Okay. She <laughs> Clark Kent yeah. Superman's, but only because Freddie Prince jr, a popular boy yeah. was given Got a it. bet to yeah. make to make some nerdy girl the prom queen by a certain sure. day. Okay. And then when Elizabeth blah, 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 finds out at the end, <laughs> um, she goes, am I a bet? Am I a fucking bet? And there you go. drama ensues. Okay, so I, I, I feel like, yeah, we, we have a little bit of wiggle room here. Mm-hmm. Let's look at some of our other things. Mm. Um, so we had the line, which was, this party's dead anyway. We've got the prop, which is bobblehead of a famous person. Mm-hmm. The line, this party's dead anyway, and then the location is a basement. Yep. The prop is, for whatever reason, the thing that intrigues me the most. Yeah. And I think giving some specificity to it might help provide some direction. Uh, I was just with a client, like filming their trophy case, and they had they had an unnatural amount of bobbleheads in their trophy case mm-hmm. for like past leadership and things like that. So it's like this: if you were if you were to make it to a certain point, you get a bobblehead. It's really interesting because some of the bobbleheads were of supreme quality and some were absolutely like sculpy horrible <laughs> and definitely like had a piece of tape at the bottom and someone's like name written. Oh, in. got it. So, okay. So yeah, we could think of the, the, the bobblehead as an award or a trophy or something like that. Yeah. It's an, it's a, it's an accolade. Yeah. I also think it was just like a collectible. I guess mm-hmm. that's, a, that's mm-hmm. where my head immediately goes and maybe that's super obvious. so i mean sucks (laughs) so i I wonder if do we is it easier almost to start with like what's the drama like and work our way back from that like is it is it the whole like oh you i was a bet or like at the end like i'm trying to think of like some of those tv shows there's like a murder at some point in there like because of lust or love like i like the murder angle it's kind of an easier way to like not easier but it's an interesting way to go friday night lights had a murder in it and yeah. actually kind of glossed over it. <laughs> but um, uh, like, shit, this murder thing's not working. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, just kind of ignore it. <laughs> so after after yeah. after they murder someone, it's like, well, this party's dead anyway. Like, oh, but I, I like where oh, wait, I like where your head's yeah. at with that one. Let's I like where your head's at, one. Justin. Just maybe this is one of those cases where we we almost introduce our own fourth criteria just to help kind of move things along. Right. Do, do we like murder? I do. Yeah. Are we all fans of murder? <laughs> Big fan. 
giant fans of murder. Big fan right. of murder. Okay. We agree. So murder. Uh, yeah. Let's, oh. let's, let's, let's so someone's getting, we're talking someone's murder, getting, right? Yeah. Someone's getting yeah. murdered. Okay. What if we focus on the basement? So yeah. like I'm, I'm just in an effort to get someplace. I'm thinking of that quote, enter late and leave early. Mm-hmm. So like what if the film sort of kicks off in a basement, like a high school basement party? Yeah. So rather than what we did last episode and mm-hmm. kind of lead up to some big event, we, we start. start there. What if um, they discover a murder and like no one's allowed to leave? Oh, yeah. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So everyone's, uh, uh, I don't know. Partying it up. They're partying it up. Is parents are out of no? Mm, mm. Wait, are no. all the shots in the basement, or is it like all oh, there's gonna be a bunch of flashbacks to different parts of the day that lead up to this? Mm. Oh, there could be. I, I mean, just like so we can clarify on like the rules of like what happens in the movie, or or the do we just like, thing is kind of interesting, or maybe it's just flashbacks of that party. So like we we end up like with yeah. a murder, and so like they they're going through it, but you're also like zooming back. To different people's stories throughout the party. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I was making out with Jimmy in the closet yeah. when I heard something. <laughs> it's kind of like How to Get Away with Murder. Has yeah. anyone like watched that show? No, no. They do a lot. Of, like they start out with like the like the inciting incident. And, yeah, and then uh, they they keep rewinding back to like different oh, okay. parts throughout. But neat. neat. I, I think it could be a combination of both. Like I I like the idea that the majority of the movie takes place in the basement. Yeah, yeah. And whether that's flashbacks to earlier parts of the party or if it's literally just kind of a 12 angry men sort of situation where they're sort of deliberating and it sounds like a really, it's, <laughs> it sounds it like, sounds great, like <laughs> a, a great teen, teen flick, but, it, but the, yeah. deli- but the deliberation yeah. is, is mostly dialogue, which we can pull off in a radio yeah. format. And plus it actually kind of marries in Justin's idea with, with this one. So if, if someone gets murdered in the basement, most of the thing is taking place in the basement talking about, well, well what happened? Where were they? What, we've been in this basement the entire time. Yeah. What could have happened? I like the idea that, so the party's going on downstairs in the basement and the murder mm. takes place upstairs. And so one of the more, one of the brighter kids or something says, we should all stay in the basement because the murderer could still be up there, Ooh. something like that, right? And so that 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 gives them some incentive to stay in the basement, okay. rather than just you know scramble and call the cops or something. Okay, so somebody gets murdered. We need to know how they got murdered and how somebody finds out and maybe thinks that they're still upstairs. I was just thinking, like, does the body come tumbling down the stairs? That's cool, because then, like, now you know that someone up there just murdered someone. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't be more direct than that. Yeah, I don't know with a. With a knife in their back and a note. Stayed out. Stay down there. <laughs> Whoa, that's pretty cool. You got me. If that was in a trailer, I'd be like, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in a way, like, is... We're, we're tripping through yeah, it. We're <laughs> tripping through it. Well, no, I was just going to go, like, is, is screen, like, the Scream movie is sort of like a sexy teen drama then? It is definitely a... It's a sexy teen thriller? Okay. Slasher? Yeah. Sexy teen slasher. I mean, drama is kind of a vague... Yeah, word in it. like it, it can it's really vague. It's it's a yeah. it's a parent it's a parent genre that can be sliced into more yeah. specific things. Yeah. Okay. Like a rom com could yeah. almost be like a drama. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think we can like like we we said at the top of the show we can really sort of address the sexy part just mm-hmm. by virtue of casting or, mm-hmm. or or by way of casting rather you know so it's like oh, yeah. they're just really attractive young people. They are. <laughs> so so who gets murdered? So. And I, I know I saw Dave's eyes light up 
like it could be the parents or if the parents are out of town, maybe it's like the older brother who's sort of or supposed old, to keep watch. Oh yeah. Or older sibling who is, who's kind of, uh, somehow, you know, given the green light on this party or something. Right. The other idea I guess I was having is, is it like the popular like guy is like the super popular guy is like the one that gets murdered mm. and like that starts like, Oh, because this guy's jealous or. Yeah. Well then, yeah, people start to unpack his oh, past and yeah. like why, why yeah. this could have been start to think about the connections within the people in the party and start to uh, unravel that. Yeah. So we could talk about it or we could play it out. Yeah. Oh man. Really quickly though. Yeah. It could also be like the thing. Right. So, okay. you know, they're all in the room and it could be one of them. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. You go, exactly. you go around the room and you sort of talk about everyone's motive or behavior or something like that. But I, I, I don't know. I like, I also like the idea of like, you know, throughout the film you're, you're hearing like kind of, uh, uh noises upstairs. Mm-hmm. So, so that there's something that implies there's still somebody hmm. upstairs mm-hmm. that keep, you know, just, just yeah, like no. in an effort to keep everyone down. Like, okay. I feel like that for me personally, that was like the big thing is like, how do we keep everyone down right. stairs in the one location? Cause otherwise you would has, leave. There has to be some sort of serious threat well, upstairs. So what if someone downstairs like murders the person, like props behind the door. So what ends up happening is someone opens the door and the body falls down. And while they're down there though, like they hear, the no one no, no one knows there's a dog or like some sort of like animal upstairs that makes noises. I don't know, but but like, what if the door opens the other way, Justin? Whoa! <laughs> I mean, it should, okay. it should, if how you're taller, doing proper how, proper construction, it should open into the basement. How tall are the ceilings? Maybe okay, just for funsies. Yeah, a body tumbles down the steps. There's a there's a a, a giant knife in his chest. Uh, there's a note stuff in his mouth says like don't leave the house like you cannot leave this house but somebody like you know grabs him at the bottom of the stairs or he you know knocks over a solo cup spilling it everywhere and he goes like oh my god look at this and like some other person's like um block the door to the basement who knows if that person's still up there and so there's this sort of unknown buffer zone whether the person is still there whether they're actually watching outside it's that unknown territory of of beyond that one door is yeah. scary. It's, right. It seems. Yeah. And we, we agreed that the, the person who's murdered was just the popular kid. Yeah. One of the, one of the, yeah, let's go with, the, let's go with a, let's go with a popular kid. Okay. Um, because, uh, there's a lot they, of motives behind. Yeah. Right. And they could be, or they themselves could be troubled and we find that out later. Yeah. Ooh. But then, um, the, then the other thing is the murderer is in the basement. I agree with Josh's earlier point that they probably, it should be somebody in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. But, no one knows that. Yeah, no, I agree. They deduce that later on, but we still don't know who it is. We still don't know how many people are in the basement. Right. And we still don't know their backstories. Yeah, because then it becomes an exercise in who was missing. I mean, really, yeah, it's, it's During who, what time? who has the best alibi. That's what it comes down to, right? And so, yeah, if if Kevin and Janie were doing seven minutes in heaven or whatever, what was I was six thinking, minutes in hell. I was thinking about this. <laughs> I was thinking about this scene, right? Because like people's alibis could start to get shaky. Yeah. Like, you know, um, <laughs> I'm going to be really inappropriate. Like, let's say, you know, Alice and Stan are two upstanding citizens who just happen to be playing seven minutes in heaven. Yeah. I was in seven minutes of heaven with Stan and things were going great. And he was like, touch my wiener. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll do it. And Stan has a tiny wiener. And I ran out. And then later on, Stan could be like, yeah, we were in seven minutes from heaven. And she was like all up on my wiener. And as everybody knows, I have a huge wiener. And like, be like, ah, your stories are inconsistent. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I, I'm, I'm reminded of something I was listening to the other day and they were talking about, you know, uh, like why people plead the fifth when they're not guilty. Right. Right. So like, right. It's this idea that like, listen, like I'm going to plead the fifth because what I don't want to tell you has nothing to do with this case. Right. Mm. So it's this, so to today's point, everyone has shaky alibis because they have something to hide that might be damaging to their reputation, but not necessarily, uh, uh, doesn't necessarily link them to this murder. Right. right. So that's every, good. We so all know everybody with, has a surface layer and then an underlayer. Right. And we all know with high schoolers, their reputation is real, real important. To oh, them. that's what they have. Yeah. So I, I like the idea that, you know, everyone has sort of this shaky alibi, whether it's, you know, their tiny wiener or whatever, whatever. <laughs> okay. So maybe we should determine how many people are in this party. Uh, we'll give them names uh, because, I mean, I honestly want to put it on a whiteboard and yeah. like go around and say like who's got what, this, this what they've got going on. So uh, we're going to take a break real quick. And when we come back, I think what we need to do is uh, we might need to to plot this out a little bit. We can talk about how many people are in the basement and maybe start to develop motives for each person. Not only their motives, but also their, their alibi uh, for the murder. Uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. So before the break, we uh, sort of developed this skeleton of a story. We've got uh, a bunch of teens having a party in the basement of uh, the most popular guy in school's house. What's his name? Caleb. 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 <laughs> so yes, they're they're in Caleb's uh, they're in Caleb's basement, and in the middle of the party, Caleb's body comes tumbling down the stairs with a knife in his back and a note in his mouth that says "Don't leave." Uh, and this begins our game of of who done it. So uh, right now, Dave is uh, drafting uh, graphing our 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 basement. So we've got. We've got uh, uh, Caleb at the bottom of the stairs uh, in a in a uh, a bloody pool uh, with the knife in his back and the note. And now we need to figure out who all our who who are our characters. How many people are at this party? And then we can start to talk about how you know what their motives are and maybe what their ulterior motives are, or maybe why their alibis are so uh, so shaky. Okay, so we've got seven circles. That means eight total, including our deceased. Our deceased dude. Uh, so maybe Caleb's girlfriend is there. Maybe maybe Caleb's girlfriend is the one who who uh, uh, leads the investigation or the inquisition. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it that or is it like his best friend? Yeah, it's got to be someone. It's, it's got to be someone who cares. Right. I mean, obviously, you know, it's like yeah, everyone's got a. He's the most popular guy in school, so obviously everyone cares. Right. Well, not the people that murdered him. Yeah. And this is this is a popular popular person high school party, so all the squares didn't get invited, so we don't have to worry about them. No. Or do we? Maybe someone's a sleeper square. <laughs> it's like a reverse she's all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, podcast audience at home, we have a uh, completely square basement with uh, uh, stairs in the lower right and what appears to be a, a boob. Mm. On a table. It's a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly a lamp. 16 like titties fall out. 16 titties. Like a hairy boob. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of D&D &D now. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. I'd like to investigate the hairy boob. <laughs> you find nothing <laughs> but hair. <laughs> so let's talk about what's in this basement. Right now I have a bathroom, a closet, a rug, a couch, a TV to uh, watch while on said couch, uh, a lamp, not a hairy boob, and a, and a little credenza. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the prop. And maybe there's a way to, to work the prop in in a significant way. Maybe okay. it's so there's like a mantle with like a bobblehead collection. Ooh, and sure. the big reveal is that the whole collection was there at the start of the party and now one's missing. And which famous person is that? Elvis. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the most famous of them all, right? Yeah. So it's a, it's a rock and roll bobblehead collection. Okay, yeah. And the king is gone. Yep. Okay. So we got Alphonse. Okay, so Alphonse, who's the foreign exchange student from Austria. No, that's not right. Alphonse, what is that? Italian? Yeah. You know, I don't know. From, <laughs> I was making Italian characters, apparently. <laughs> uh, okay, so he's the foreign exchange, uh, foreign exchange student from Italy. I th- this is the part where we can riff. Let's just go around the room. Yeah, everyone everyone right. takes a character and we just... Justin. It's Becky. Becky. Who's right. Becky? What's Becky's deal? She's, uh, she's popular, but she's also like the nerdy type. Wearing braces, thick grim glasses. How'd she she's get like How did she get invited to the party? Because she's like so. Um, she's still pretty, but she's like nerdy. Uh, no, nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, she's nerdy. Dumb. She's pretty but nerdy. Okay. Um, she's like the one that like the Valley Victorian type. Okay. C for Cheris. Let's go with Cheris. Okay. Cheris. Uh, Cheris is a uh, boy or girl. What is that name? Uh, Cheris is a girl. Oh, okay. got a weird name. That's <laughs> that's her motive. Yep. Uh, so Cheris, uh, in this case, the ex-boyfriend or the ex-girlfriend of the main guy. Who's the main guy again? Caleb. Caleb. Caleb I got to write his name down. Yep. Caleb's ex-girlfriend. Uh, they still remain friends, though, and okay. very close. All right. D. D. Uh, D for Derek. He's inebriated this whole time. He's just. He is totally shit housed. <laughs> okay, so I was, I, let's go with uh, Elise. She's Caleb's current girlfriend. He, oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice one, Justin. Yeah, she hates Elise. Chariot's guts. What's her name? Charis, Charlie, Chariot, Charis, 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 C H A Y R I S. I married a couple named Charis and David. So I'm thinking. She looks a lot like Cheris. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's she's like the, the like the Malto meal brand of Cheris. Off brand Cheris. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I think she'd have to be like the the improved version. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, she's like she's looks just 2. like 0, Cheris. Yeah, Cheris two like, yeah, yeah. Caleb was a pretty shallow dude. All right. So F four Felicia. Felicia is a figure skater who's uh, Ryan's. Uh, Ryan's family, or Brian, Caleb's family owns the rink, and they ended up selling it, and they ended up uh, bulldozing it. So, so she can't skate owned, anywhere. He owned the rink. Yeah, that's where okay. they got their monies from. You know, <laughs> that's uh, you know, rink barons. Yeah, <laughs> uh, born into that rink money. That's right. Got it. All right, last character, Jeff with a G. <laughs> Old G off. G off. Yep. Um, and I like where Justin's head was at earlier. Uh, Jeff is uh, Caleb's best friend. All right. Okay. Um, teammate on the hockey lacrosse team. Ooh, hockey. lacrosse because, hockey. Of, because of the oh, family yeah. skater. Yep. Yeah. No, they bulldozed it to make a lacrosse. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. Wait a second. Is this family so crazy that he switched sports and they just bulldoze it to just? Yeah. Oh my okay. God. Great. All right. It. All right. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that's that's motive for murder. So from he's a uh, lacrosse guy. Sure. 
I was just trying to think of like a really preppy sport. Yeah, no, then maybe that's a motive for Alicia. She's uh, really upset that she can't skate anymore. Yeah. So, so far we have uh, Caleb, last name unknown, uh, probably doesn't matter. His family owns uh, owns a skating rink in town. They owned it. They owned the skating rink. Uh, Caleb Hammermill. <laughs> Caleb Hammermill. Yeah. They now, definitely not read off of a piece of paper. <laughs> they definitely, uh, or they now own the lacrosse field. Okay. All right. Current owners of the lacrosse field. So in order, we have Alphonse. He is the Italian exchange student. Becky, she's pretty, but nerdy. Uh, we've got uh, <laughs> uh, Cheris. Uh, she's the ex-girlfriend of Caleb. Derek, he's hammered. And no one, he, that's his only, <laughs> <laughs> that's just who he is, as we know so far. We can yeah. develop him further. Right. Yeah. Uh, we've got Elise, uh, the current girlfriend of Caleb. Well, I guess you could also say ex-girlfriend at the moment, but looks exactly like Cheris. Widow? Uh, but no, widow? Would, but, Felicia. I didn't write anything for her. Oh yes, that's right. She's uh, she's a skate. She's a uh, figure skater uh, who is now out of a place to skate. It needs to drive an unnecessary amount of distance because Caleb's family sold it, demolished it to make a lacrosse field. I just okay. and then Geoff or Jeff, Caleb's best bosom buddy and fellow lacrosse star. Got it. I've got a bad feeling about Derek, guys. <laughs> okay, Why are you gotta fight about it. <laughs> the, the nice thing here is we do have two people to call out right away just as like the murder suspects because there's Felicia who's upset that their skating rink's gone and then there's Charisse with the ex-girlfriend like those are two that like I'm not saying they are the ones but those are ones if you're at the movie like if you're playing the game you'd call them out first like yeah, sure. they have motives yeah. I guess is what you'd say or a TV yeah and and by extension I think for the purpose of the podcast we we cancel them out pretty quickly right yeah unless we're doing like total mental gymnastics and we're like you thought they were it but that's what we wanted you to think but they actually are <laughs> yeah, we're going to cancel them out right away. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of part of it, right? There's the surface motives, and then you we dispel with them, and now maybe we can go around the room and do the the deeper motives. Okay. Which can flesh out the story a little further. Is there... So did someone leave? Well, okay. that's what we can talk about right now. Yeah. So timeline of events, everyone was down there watching their favorite sexy teen drama movie uh, together. That's what Caleb had the party for. Yeah. Uh, because everyone loves movies, right? <laughs> right. I, I, I am fond I mean, of the moving pictures. <laughs> <laughs> They're Netflixing and chilling, right? <laughs> They're all Netflixing and chilling together on one couch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I realize we're, we're probably going to be bouncing around the room a little bit. Yeah. I like Justin's idea of having sort of a, a, I don't know if it would necessarily be considered a MacGuffin, but just sort of a, someone got dropped off, right? So everyone else drove there and their cars are out in the park and uh, the driveway. Mm. But there's one person who got dropped off. Oh, Derek, because he's drunk. Ooh, yeah, maybe. He's responsible. Yeah, or, or Alphonse because he doesn't have a license in the States. Or, Ooh. yeah. No, that's good. So it's either one of those two. It's either, <laughs> but I kind of like the Alphonse. Wait, did you say Alphonse? I said it could be. I, yeah, I, I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I, I went with Derek because he's faking his his, his drunkness. It was like where my mind was going. Ooh. There are three people from my perspective that we could cross. I'm sorry. There are four people that we can cross off pretty quickly. And it's, it's only because they have such clear motives that it's too obvious. It's going to be Cheris, uh, ex-girlfriend. It's going to be Elise, current girlfriend. It's going to be Felicia and Jeff. Well, I, really? don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe we, maybe we just do. I was trying to get it down to three. I was, I was really looking forward yeah, to having no, that. No, that's good. 
Okay, so we've got so our three suspects, our three real suspects are. So let's play out how they get eliminated, like right away. Yeah. Okay. Right, and they they they're eliminated because they have really obvious motives, but they have they also have really good and kind of embarrassing alibis. Okay. Good. So, let's play those out then. Okay. All right. Starting with uh, starting with Cheris, ex girlfriend. Okay. She's pregnant with his baby. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean I, yeah, I guess, yeah, she's pregnant with his baby. Yeah, so then she wouldn't want to murder him. Yeah, because she oh. needs that child support. Yeah, and she that and she doesn't she doesn't want to come clean whenever like she has a clear motive, right? Like, oh, be yeah. like, Cheris, whatever. You have been drinking all night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that comes. You totally up got like, this bottle of pucker, and you haven't been sipping on it like the rest of us. You haven't been butt chugging. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been butt chugging, and you haven't been butt chugging. What up with that? <laughs> okay, I have one of the uh, the uh, alcohol soaked tampons. <laughs> God, kids are dumb. <laughs> you know about these, right, Dave? I've heard. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. That's stupid. <laughs> How are you going to get drunk during class if you can't stick a drug tampon up your ass? Oh, <laughs> it's up your ass? I mean, that's how the boys do it. They put it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my no. God. It works the same way. You just stick it up there and then you go to class. Oh, <laughs> that's, oh, that's staying in. No. That's a good one. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm pretty this isn't sh- a real thing. I'm pretty sure it is. Would you rather would you rather butt <laughs> chug or put a tampon up your ass? Okay, Derek has a drunk tampon up his ass. That's what he's <laughs> got to have. Sorry, we've mentioned it too but much. But it's not really. He soaked it in water to trick him. Dude, I'm totally butt chugging. <laughs> okay, wait a okay, second. No, this is, how they find this out is like beyond gross. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're, okay, so so we, we've covered um, Cheris. Yeah, Cheris, Cheris, is, Cheris is in the clear. She's got a she's got a a. a a great alibi. So yep. um, next is uh, Elise, the current girlfriend, and oddly enough, looks like Cheris. So then Cheris, basically in some sort of dramatic speech, says, "Whatever, I'm pregnant with his child." Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and uh, and Elise is like, "The fuck?" Me too. <laughs> no, but, no I, I was actually thinking, d- d- everything's canon. Is uh, Jeff and Elise? They've been like sleeping together. Ooh, damn. That's good. Best friend in the, that's girlfriend. good. Ooh, yeah. But why? Um, because something about Caleb is making them do that. Ooh. Oh, okay. mm. as I say, it's Caleb. This is where we start to throw Caleb under the bus. I don't want to go right to like because because Elise found physical out physical abuse. But is he like is he like Jeff, treating her really bad? Oh yeah, totally. We'll just say that he's yeah. he's treating her really bad. So is it, yeah. But at this juncture in the movie, do is it the is it the kind of thing where we want to give the audience a reason to hate him? You know what I'm saying? So, in other words, if if uh, if Elise comes clean and says, "Oh, well, you know, Caleb was abusive in one way or another," and then the audience is like, "Oh, yeah, well, fuck that guy." <laughs> yes, <laughs> fuck that guy. Unless somebody did something to him, even though he's an asshole, just like totally arbitrary, like yeah. arbitrary murder could be more interesting than justified. He's yeah. a jerk in movie logic because, yeah. hey, don't murder anybody. Yeah, because it could become another red herring, right? Like, exactly. Oh, now, now he's a bad guy. He's abusive. So now that even gives the people who didn't actually have a motive before. Um, the all clear. Yeah. But I also like where Justin's head was at that Elise and Jeff are a thing. Yes, and I love they, that. They were... They both have to sort of. They were uh, bumping uglies on the side. They have to, well, and so during the party they were making out, and they, they this is what this again. This is their sort of this, this is their secret alibi. They have to come clean and say, well, it could yeah, have been us. Go, so they yeah, they question Elise, and she kind of turns red and looks at Greg, and everyone is like, what? And they all look at Greg. So like Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they so like she gets red and looks at Jeff. Jeff's like getting blushed yeah. up and looks at her, and so then they go, are you two a thing? And like that's how like that comes yeah. out right. more naturally yeah. than like where were you two at this time? Yeah. 
I mean, and that, that kills two birds with one stone because that gives Jeff the all clear and Elise the all clear. And that leaves us with. Um, so what were they doing? They were, they were bumping so, uglies in the bathroom. What yeah, were they doing? And I'm just trying to think, like, is there hand a, is, stuff. <laughs> is there a way that, like, while they're... Hand and butt stuff? <laughs> the hand and mouth stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think this usually ha- happens is, like, while they're doing it, they go, well, while we're doing it, we heard, like, they, they, they queue oh, up they, something then they, else. Then they indict the next yeah. person. Yeah. Okay. So, so what were they doing and, and what gets queued up? So that leaves Felicia. So Felicia has a, a clear motive because... Uh, Caleb uh, Hammer Mills family has uh, bulldozed the uh, this the skating rink, the ice rink, right, and uh, constructed a lacrosse field instead, thus ending Felicia's uh, figure skating career. Well, uh, Dave, Dave, the, Dave was saying the rink she, was called "Have a Nice Day," <laughs> but I, I, earlier yes. Dave had mentioned that she just has to drive farther, and I was thinking yeah. maybe it's it's to the fact that now that she drives farther, it's a more popular one, and she's actually been picked up. Oh yeah, that's okay. cool. So like she's so like, surface no, level, it's so she, it's it's an inconvenience tantamount to murder. So she actually benefited from she it. Yeah, benefited it. from it. Okay, sure. she's like, so why she, would I do that? Like, yeah, sure, it sucked at first. She says, while well, everyone looks on. Okay, uh, but actually, uh, I was just optioned for the Olympics. So okay. and I was going to keep it a secret, but now, but it's now not. it's all out there. Yeah, yeah, because again, I'm I'm trying to think of of reasons they would keep that secret, right? Yeah. Like, so why they wouldn't come up front with that information well, from the get-go. The thing is, like, Tanya Harding is her coach. So she didn't really want to, like, come out, like, outright and say it. <laughs> okay. So that leaves us with our three remaining specs, suspects who d- actually don't have decent motives. Uh, so we have Alphonse, the uh, Italian uh, foreign exchange student, Becky, the uh, pretty but nerdy girl, um, and Derek, who is just drunk. <laughs> Drunk Derek. Yeah, we could be Drunk Derek. I feel like Derek's pretty one dimensional, right? <laughs> he, might, he is. You might is. as well just be a lamp. <laughs> so maybe Derek's been hitting on um, Becky this whole oh, time. Oh, that's good. Okay, unpack that. So, what? They're Tell like in a corner getting drinks, and he's just always like on her and like kind of groping a little, like Ooh. too much. Frig off, Derek. And maybe, maybe even Alphonse comes over and like defends Becky. Okay. Getting them all three mixed up together. Okay, that's good. Alphonse kind of like uh, shoves his way in the middle and be like, hey, man. Oh, wait, sorry. Hey, man, you're drunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Leave sexy lady to me. That's right. <laughs> you're like, you're too hammered. You can't handle it. This that's, is not Italian. That, no, I, was, <laughs> I was consciously I making a decision not to do it because I was like, I can't. Yeah. It's my three meatball. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, what's your problem? Huh? He's, okay, he just speaks to him in like broken, very broken English. Like, you, hey, hands off. That's not good. And does he hit, like, does he push Derek in a way that shows like he knows like combat? Yeah, so maybe he just like hits him hard enough and like he kind of, hit, Derek hits the wall and everyone's like, whoa. Yeah. And they all, they're all remembering this now. Like, they didn't, like, during them, like, when it happened, like, no one really like thought about it twice. The music like just stops. Everyone's like, uh-huh. From what I'm picking up, there's a scuffle that involves both Derek and Alphonse. Is that before, during, or Caleb's descent down the stairs? No, it's before. It's before. Yeah. So this happens beforehand. Like, and again, I don't think the music stops. This is something that only Becky, Alphonse, and Derek notice. And now Becky's like, you did hit Derek, really. Like, like you knew what you were doing. Yeah, you gave him a bloody nose. Yeah. But, that's, okay. but how did you know how to fight like that? I, I was in the military. <laughs> Fuck, man. I don't, I don't know. Do you, I, ha, do you have your military knife on you? Um, Would you like to see it? 
I, he's now fucking Russian. I'm the worst <laughs> at accents. I am the, honestly the worst. Yeah, Alf- I don't know why. Uh, Alphonse is just <laughs> he's amorphous. He's, he's in. That's in, it. He's in, not in really Italian. He's he's actually a oh, he's a Russian. Yes. <laughs> he's a easier. He's a 45 year old. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, not a I'm 45. Russian revealed. female spy. <laughs> I am all American high school student. <laughs> yes, go about your sexy party. I enjoy these these footballs that you guys talk about. <laughs> yes. I'm having fun, can't you tell? <laughs> God. I like Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an average Italian, just like the rest of you. <laughs> Pizza tastes good. <laughs> pizza, my favorite food. All pizza, day long. Pizza with meatballs. <laughs> Turtles in a half shell. <laughs> Turtle power. Oh, God. He, he turned into the Swartian thing. Ouch. He's just am- amorphously foreign. <laughs> they really can't nail him down. No every, one knows who invited him to this every, party. Every, every scene he's in, they just have a different character playing him. <laughs> <laughs> like a different Ford. <laughs> Oh right. no no no! That's what it because like they're all flashbacks, so every, no one knows his actual background. So every every person who tells this this story, he's a different person. That's actually right. pretty cool. Steer, I like that. We're steering into this kid. It's Alphonse. <laughs> so there we go. It's got to be Alphonse. <laughs> he's actually not a Ford Exchange student at all. I had a I had a thought why Alphonse like his deeper his deeper thing like while he was murdering him. So like um, Alphonse actually had a big crush on Cheris. Uh, and so like, um, he was always asking like Caleb, like advice on like how to talk to girls because English was his second language and Alf, uh, and Caleb was actually kind of an asshole and taught him to say things intentionally wrong. But I like, I like this, this point, yeah. but is it just the fact that Cheris actually tells, cause she doesn't think Alphonse can tell anyone that she's pregnant with Caleb's kid. And he's angry because now they're yeah. going to be together forever. Type exactly. Thing. And she rejects him. Oh. She rejects him because of the kid. Yes. Not, not so much because he's a bad guy. And so he interprets that, that like Caleb is just like this monster that set him up for failure. And it really wasn't that at all. It's just that like she's pregnant and she was like hoping to be with him forever. Yeah. Like she turns. Yeah. So, so he, enough? if he gets rid yeah, of I think Caleb, good. Yeah, if he gets rid of Caleb, she'll be with him because who's right. going to be I'll, she I'll father that child. She won't have to. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'll be the father. I'll be the fathers. I'll be the fathers. <laughs> now he's Swedish. <laughs> oh my god! No, I like it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, this is pretty airtight. Think about the the movie Clue, right? Like this yeah. is the actual like how it was done, sort of thing, right? Yep. How did Alphonse make it all the way upstairs to stab Caleb, and? simultaneously make it back down to the party. He, he's such a, like in the background of everyone's stories. And he, and again, if we really play into like, he's always a different like actor, like no one notices him gone or there. Here's, here's an idea. So by virtue of Alphonse and Derek getting into this scuffle, Derek immediately becomes an unreliable narrator. Yes. So yes, go with that. By the time they get to Derek during this interrogation, Derek can't make heads or tails of the story anyway. Right? Or sons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's just yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Like, uh, so Derek is making up these tall tales about how he like kicked his ass and you know this, that, and the other. But in reality, you know, Alphonse was elsewhere. He's upstairs or something, and then somehow like propped up this body to uh, fall in a sort of time released manner. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be uh, like again, like someone opens the door. Like he props it up on the door and then comes down. Yeah. I don't know how that works exactly. But then so s- someone else, like it could be like anyone else opens the door and the body falls. Yeah. And it, and it explains the the really brief 
uh, handwritten. <laughs> don't leave. Leave, leave don't. <laughs> a two word. Yeah, that's all I know. No leave. This kind of begs the question, why? No egress. Why doesn't Alphonse want anybody to leave? Yeah. Is he the one, I was going to say, is he the one trying to solve the murder and he wants to be the hero? And I'm just trying to think of like, mm. that's not I mean, it. We still like, need to work in the Elvis bobblehead too. Right. That's just like Derek just fucking mm. takes it. <laughs> There's no reason behind it. Oh, ooh, maybe um, during Derek and Alphonse, their fight, they, you know, in the, in the middle of the fight, they, someone grabs it as a weapon or okay. something like that. And then it becomes a question of like, well, who has it? on their person. Oh, like it's, not, okay. it's not necessarily a murder weapon. I don't know. Oh, fuck. That's not, no, because it's not a murder weapon. Right. No, but maybe earlier when Derek and Alphonse were having a bit of a scuffle, Alphonse just like instinctively like just reached for something and like smashed Derek across the nose with it. There was a scuffle to like hold on to it or gain control of this like thing, which you actually find out is a bobblehead. And there's some sort of like blood mark on it or something. So go ahead. I was gonna say. So maybe there's like a there's like a label or something across okay. the uh, across the base, and you know, like you're saying, um, somehow you know they destroy the bobblehead in the during this fight, and the uh, the label is somehow on Caleb's person. Gotcha. So that becomes the clue of like, oh well, Alphonse was the one who had the. It either has to be Derek or Alphonse. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm struggling. That's okay because now we need to set up. I'm sorry. And maybe again, like, what are we trying to solve right now? Right now, we're trying to we're trying to solve the prop and trying to get people to narrow down on the clues because there's really we don't have any clues yet. And who's who is solving this? Do we say uh, Therese was? Or? I think it's a collective. It's effort. a collective effort at this. Point. Although Becky's I mean, kind of the odd person out because she's just. <laughs> generally, <laughs> that's what I mean. Just generally uninteresting. Well, that's where I think pretty she could nerdy. end yeah. up being like the person if she's smart and nerdy. She's gonna like be very yeah. fact based. Maybe that's her role. Is she is like actually that's kind of cool because like everybody's kind of debating back and forth. You know, this is just wild accusations, but she's actually listening to everybody holding back in the cut, and then just says like, "I got it." Yeah, and then also she's like, "Everyone, be quiet. I I have the solution." Wait, so like is so we we can go back to maybe the bobblehood isn't actually missing. But we can't st- keep with the idea that maybe Alfonso, being the, the foreign extinction, really, really liked that bobblehead. We had Caleb. Really- maybe Caleb has like the head in his hand. To, like so, like maybe Alfonso's been looking at it and he, like walk. Like, people every time you see him in the background, he's always holding it, like, mm. just like looking at it, like appreciating the king of mm. rock and roll, the king of like you know America's like mascot almost maybe, in a way. Maybe he's just being really annoying with it. He's going yeah. around the party and he's you know wobbling the head around. Is I'm the king of rock and roll. <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> Elvis I, has left the building, and so I am Elvis the pelvis. <laughs> and so oh, maybe funny, then, Alphonse. That's really funny. So maybe like when they investigate the body, like they don't do it right away. They just find that someone else finds the head later in like Caleb's hand, yeah. and they look at the shelf and it's broken, and then they all look at Alfonso. I don't know. Like right. that's and, you know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you could do something as obvious is cut it cut away to the actual murder happening right and you know it's right. like a struggle and i don't know alphonse like, has the the bobblehead on his person and during the struggle caleb rips its head off and well, I don't it, know. it could be like back to the beginning where maybe it's part of, like he maybe he knocks him out with it so like while they're struggling caleb rips the head off he ends up pulls away knocks him like unconscious and then he stabs him in the back to like murder him puts the note in his mouth because he has to be yeah. like 
dead oh, or unconscious shit. during yeah. that. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 there's this moment after he murders him where there's this panic. So he's like, ah, uh, I don't know what to do. Don't leave. <laughs> well, that or is it like a note from his parents? Like Caleb's parents put like, do not leave the house. And oh, it's just, not even his note. Yeah, it's not even his note. He just oh. grabs it and shoves it in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you could have it in his hand. I mean, like I'm, you know, I, I, I realize that we're trying to we're trying to make everything canon, but I mean, he could have it clutched in his he, yeah, he dead could. claw. I don't know. I liked Justin's sort of attempt at misdirection that the, okay. the note was actually meant for something else, right? So in other words, that's like great. It, it like upstairs in the kitchen, it's you know it was maybe it's like ripped on the bottom and you know it was for le- leftovers and it was you know the the note actually said like don't leave out or something you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> like don't forget to let the dog out like yeah, somehow I, when he rips don't it. leave the dog outside don't and that yeah, just don't, says yeah, don't leave, leave. Don't you know, yeah. don't leave it. It's yeah. like a note, like uh, on the big sliding glass yeah. door in the kitchen. And like or maybe like it's that. one like Caleb falls, like yeah. he rips it, and that's he rips why it's it. In his oh, hand. that's yeah. perfect. And and he oh, just yeah. and he slumps against the door, and 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 Alphonse is like, oh, oh god, and he like kind of opens the door and like leaves Caleb like slumped against it and goes back down to the party with a limoncello, like nothing ever happened. Or to to reference a, a something that we we talked about toward the top of the show is. He tucks him away behind the door, not knowing that the door opens the opposite way. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty and good. So, so he, he, he thinks that the party's going to go on with uh, Caleb's dead body behind the basement door. Yeah. And as soon as he gets down there, he's just like all harried and stuff. And drunk Derek bumps into him like right away and then like goes on to berating Cheris. Yeah. Cheris? Yeah. It's uh, your name. No, no, no. I was, I was just oh, trying yeah, to remember yeah, yeah. like who was doing what. You no, know? Um, Becky. Becky. Becky, that's right. Yeah, but he's, he wants to put the moves on chairs, though. He he's, wants to put the moves on chairs. Mm, but we could do, I mean, oh. we could switch oh, it to chairs. It. I don't okay. care, but I was just saying like. Because Alphonse is, Alphonse is like super pumped up at this point. Right. Like yeah. he just murders somebody. So yeah. if you came down and you saw like a drunk dude hitting on a girl, like he might just be like, dude, lay off. or he's like yeah. murder high. He's yeah. got that murder high. Wait to murder you just like I murdered Caleb? I mean, I didn't. But his knife's already like in the back. Like he already spent the kitchen knife on like Caleb. And so like. I'm out of knives. But here's another thing. Here's another thing that, that that could actually happen. If he takes the wait, uh, if he like punches Derek and stuff and Derek starts bleeding, his blood mixes with the blood that he might already have on him from like murdering Caleb. So therefore, that. like, yeah. yeah, like it could be an early accusation of like, well, Alphonse is covered in blood. Well, yeah, yeah, he punched Derek. But he's got a bloody nose. Yeah, exactly. All right. I dig it. Okay. Then what happens? I don't, I don't black, fucking I look guess. at me. <laughs> <laughs> It is hard to come up with a mystery on the fly. Yeah, no shit. All right. So I think um, just in the interest of time, we need a we 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 know we know who our murderer is. Murderer is. Uh, but what's the denouement? What's the what? Um, the day after. And oh, sort of like the resolve. I don't know. I mean, again, on the topic of you know arriving arriving late and leaving early. Mm. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe it's. It just um, ends just, with ends just no a, ending. And it just ends with someone like, okay, can we get at least get a poignant quote? It's party <laughs> 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 this Well, I gotta go. This that's party's what, dead what, anyway. That's what Elfon says. That's a, <laughs> this party's dead anyway. <laughs> when they accuse him and they like, yeah. Sure. Well, you really ruined everything, Alphonse. Well, this party was dead anyway. Fade to black. Yep. You're welcome. All right. Fair enough. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> If people haven't left the theater by now, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks right at the camera, breaks their fourth wall. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. And, and like total freeze frame and plays 
Elvis's Are You Lonely Tonight? <laughs> Are you lonesome tonight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the slowest dip to black ever on As he just like face. It just stares down camera. But his eyes remain like full like, opacity. They, 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 they <laughs> fade up like to his eyes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. And that's our movie, everybody. Yeah. All right. What are we going to call this train wreck? <laughs> Don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. All right. It's like stay out, but this time it's <laughs> or get out, but it's just yeah. like don't leave. <laughs> stay out. <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. <laughs> the new horror sensation. Stay, stay out. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, don't leave. I mean, don't don't leave. <laughs> there's no rules against it. It's not the line. You know. Are we supposed to do the fade to black? Did yeah. we not do it? We no. didn't do it yet. Oh, all right. It's Justin's favorite part. Yeah. All right, ready? Justin, lead us off. And fade Fade to to black. black. All right. So if you have any ideas on what version of Elvis was stolen, uh, you can tweet those suggestions to us at storymachine9k using the hashtag SM9k, or you can email us at storymachine9000 at gmail.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. And that's the show, everyone. Our logo design was by David Padgett. Music and mixing by Dave Allen. And this episode was edited by Justin Teal. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.